Welcome back to Private Practice Blueprint. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk about business skills, clinical skills, and mental health. And in today's episode, I wanted to focus a little bit on marketing, as that is such a huge component to our business growth and sustainability. It is a helpful tool around building your calendar, getting your ideal client on your calendar, and growing your business and your services. It can also be a really helpful tool when you look into scaling your business and having some passive income as a part of the different revenue streams that your company is bringing in. So let's talk a little bit about a social media marketing mistake that a lot of businesses make. Now, social media can be a really helpful tool. Social media is here to stay, and it is now known as a very, very powerful marketing tool for businesses and business owners. It's a great way to reach a large audience. It's a great way for a complete stranger to find you who is nowhere near your geographical area or has no sense that your business is even around. It's also a great way to take advantage of things like SEO and ads, whether it's running an ad campaign or even boosting a post on social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. A lot of businesses, both big and small, have found great success around social media marketing and more and more social media marketing is becoming relevant to the mental health field. If you search mental health, therapy, counseling, and different topics around mental health online, you're going to see various therapist accounts popping up on all different social media platforms. There's short form content like TikTok and Instagram and long form content like podcasting, blogs. There's so many different ways that people are now learning about mental health and learning about all of the different services and options out there for addressing mental health goals. It's no surprise that private practices, group practices, and the like are using social media to increase how many people are getting eyes on their business. As more and more people are using the internet and online searches to get their needs met, to find the services or the products that they're looking for, it's very normal to shop online. That may not have been the case over a decade ago, but it is such an interwoven part of our lives now that social media can be a really helpful tool for you and your private practice. But one mistake that a lot of small businesses make with social media is that they rely too heavily on social media being their main form of marketing. And we're specifically looking at our industry as well. Of course, for other industries, this can be different. There are lots of industries where relying solely on social media marketing is working. For example, the clothing industry. A lot of small clothing businesses can rely heavily on social media marketing and see a lot of growth happening that way. But when we think about services and when we think about our services, therapy services, counseling services, the way someone is shopping for that is very different from shopping for, let's say, a piece of jewelry. And so having only social media as your marketing plan 
isn't going to get you quite the results that you want and isn't necessarily going to lead to the sustainability that you're looking for. What can help to really suss out your marketing plan and get that high conversion rate that you're looking for is to use social media as a marketing tool within a bigger marketing plan. How are we getting that complete stranger all the way through the journey to becoming a client? It is not going to be just from them seeing your recent tweets. It is not going to be from them watching one of your YouTube videos. You want to have more steps in place where you're able to engage with that potential client and get them more and more invested in your services, get them more and more excited to work with you or purchase the product that you're offering. So when you're thinking about social media as a therapist, as a private practice owner, you really want to consider what is it actually doing for your business? When we think about social media marketing, the purpose of it, the goal of having a social media account or multiple social media accounts is to build brand awareness. It's to get that random person's eyes on your account and seeing what it is that you offer, who you are, and what your business is about. You're using your platform to build authority on whatever it is that you specialize in. Do you specialize working with couples going through a fair recovery? You're going to focus your social media completely on that. Do you specialize working with LGBT teens? That's going to be who you're speaking to on your platforms. You are using social media to build that authority of your knowledge as well as your skills and your unique voice that you bring to the table around the people that you serve and the services that you offer. You're also going to be using social media to build rapport. That is something I love the most about having an online presence as a therapist is it gives you opportunity to build rapport before someone is even contacting you. So by the time they are emailing you or scheduling a phone call with you, they already have a sense of what working with you is like. They already have a general expectation of what therapy with you is going to entail, and they're excited to work with you. They already are feeling like you are a good match for their needs and for what they're looking for. But what are the missing building blocks there that you want to consider within your marketing plan? If we're looking at social media as kind of a starter, as step one for someone finding your business online, what goes in between that to that person actually contacting you or actually purchasing your offer? What you want in between there to fill the gap is some way of the person actually being able to engage with your services and get to know you even more. Because a lot of times with social media, they're experiencing you in little tiny spurts, whether that's a quick video or a caption or a microblog, it's still going to be relatively inconsistent because they're engaging with lots of different accounts on social media and it's going to be quick, 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 quick. So you want to have some type of long form content that they can engage in to get them even more interested in your services, to get them even more knowledgeable around what it is that you do and why you're a great fit for them. And long form content comes in all different forms, but when we're thinking about marketing, we want to be thinking about 
long form content like websites with a blog, like a landing page, a sales page, or even a freebie that your potential client can um, engage in and get kind of a flavor of what it is that you offer for them. So let's say you have a larger parenting course that you're promoting within your business. Maybe you have a freebie on how to manage tantrums. It's a tiny little bit of what it is that you offer that gets them excited to engage. If you're looking more at like your website with blogs or a landing page, that's a space for you to go way more in depth on your topic where someone can read more or watch a long form video and engage more in what it is that you are sharing, what it is that you know, and what it is that you're offering. When someone is selling a service or a service-based product, market research has shown that using these tools can help to increase your conversion rate versus only relying on social media. So it's very important that you engage with them a little bit more than just that short form content to get them really familiar with what it is that you do and to get them really excited to want to invest in that. So as you are navigating using social media in your own business, take a moment and make sure that you are keeping awareness around what it is that social media does for your business, how it is a helpful tool, and what else you need to be engaging in in your marketing plan to ensure that it's actually helping to get you a high conversion rate. Because remember, at the end of the day, we're not necessarily trying to be internet celebrities or influencers or YouTubers. We are trying to use social media as a business tool. We're using it as a way of marketing what we do. So you may wanna make sure that you don't lose sight of that and that you are actually looking at the analytics. What's the conversion rate that's happening with the people that are engaging with you on social media versus who's actually signing up for your stuff and make sure that you're filling in the gap with long form content to get people more excited to engage with your paid offers. So there's a little bit about social media marketing. If you're interested in learning more about it, be sure to check out the Collective Practice membership. You can visit my website, privatepracticeblueprint.co. If you are looking to grow your business or learn more about business management and marketing, Collective Practice is the space for you. We talk about different topics around business ownership and how to create a sustainable business. So visit my website, check out all the info. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's free and it's the easiest way to support this podcast and help this free resource reach even more therapists and share today's episode with a friend, a colleague, or anyone who could benefit from today's information. Be sure to follow me on my other social medias where I post even more free content for people in private practice, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.